Hey y'all, welcome to episode number five, named Keeping Your Tatas Tucked. This episode, we're going to talk about our breastfeeding journeys. That's why we chose that name. Um, I'm going to start us off with a prayer and then we'll dive on in. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank you for who you are, Lord. Thank you for allowing my sister and I to gather, Jesus. Thank you for another day. Thank you for keeping our family safe, Jesus. Ask that you continue to keep us blessed, Lord God. Ask that you keep all the individuals that's listening, Jesus. Keep their families safe, Lord. Keep them covered in your mercy and in your grace, Jesus. In your name I pray, Lord. Amen. Okay, so episode number five, keeping your tatas tucked. So, <laughs> silly name, but we chose it because um, kind of the same thing with our previous episode, talking about the leggings, how you keep it put over your tummy. I know... Mm -hmm. Most women, um, when you breastfeed, your tatas they say you gotta you gotta tuck them on up. <laughs> um, so um, I guess I'll talk about and touch on my breastfeeding journey a little okay. bit. Um, <clears throat> breastfeeding is a beast, and you don't really know that it's a beast until you like dive into it. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was pregnant with Cade, the idea of breastfeeding grossed me out. It grossed me out. You know, I was young too. So just the like a baby's mouth, you know, on your breast. I'm like, ew, no, I'm doing formula. But over time, um, I believe my OBGYN was like, you know, it's very um healthy for the baby and it's healthy for you and it can decrease the chances of having breast cancer and you know, it helps you burn calories and mm -hmm. things like that. So I'm like, okay, let me give it a try. And um let let me see. I know, you know, it takes time for your milk to come in. Right. So the very first day I had him, just a little bit of colostrum came out and he kept wanting to go on the breast over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking I'm doing something wrong. Like he's hungry. He's not getting enough. But um, I just kept going and his latch was really great. Like, okay. yeah, he came out. Even when he came out sucking his hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so his latch was great. He latched on. And um, I remember the lactation nurse came around. And she noticed that his latch was good as well. She didn't really even have too much to say. But um, one thing I remember is that pain. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Like, just the same constant sensation mm -hmm. over and over again. I remember, like, squinching my eyes so tight every time it was time for him to feed. Like, mm -hmm. ooh, I had um, got some nipple cream, and that helped out a little bit. Um, then over time, it's like your nipples just kind of get used to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it form some type of, you know, callus or something to it. But um, your nipples just get used to it. And I was able to breastfeed Kate up until 11 months. Yeah. Yeah, I breastfed him pretty long. But I know it's crazy. In the beginning of your breastfeeding journey, your body doesn't know how much milk your baby needs. Mm -hmm. So I remember waking up with like milk in my armpit. <laughs> <laughs> milk in my armpit, like shirt soaked. Um, you know, anytime he would eat, it might be too much. So he would choke on it a little bit. So I wanted to throw in the towel early on. Yeah. yeah I wanted to throw in the towel. It was a lot, but, um, I was able to, once your body gets used to how much your baby needs, you're able to, you know, know how much it, you're able to know how much, I don't know how to, I guess, you know how much they need. It kind or, of regulates. Yeah, it regulates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you don't. It doesn't feel so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Let me put it like that. Um, 
yeah so i was able to you know have enough to be able to pump and store some to the side mm -hmm. and just enough for him and i'm not leaking everywhere with having the breast pads but eventually you know once they start biting and all that mm -hmm. and eating other food i'm like yeah i think i think it's time to hang it up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's how that went with Cade. And with Casey, I'm still breastfeeding her. Know. You know, she's only about to be seven months. So this time around, I knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. um, but our journey was actually a little bit different than with Kay because Casey didn't really latch immediately. She didn't really latch. Um, I had to kind of keep like, you know, maneuvering her mouth and trying different methods. That was one. And for two, um, I really wasn't even produ producing colostrum like that. So I started to get worried. Um, they would give me little, you know, little Similac bottles to give her, but I did not want to do that. And mm -hmm. I was sad. Yeah. I felt discouraged. Like, okay, I was able to feed Kate. I want to be able to feed Casey too. So I remember I kept, I was like chugging body armors, trying to, and eating oatmeal cookies, trying to get my milk up. And eventually it just came okay. in. Yeah. Like you feel your boobs hard as a rock. I'm like, yes. So um, same thing though. In the beginning, your body's trying to figure out how much to produce and waking up in puddles again and like sweating on top of it. You know, after you have a baby, it's the first like six weeks, it's nuts. It's um, messy. Yeah, it's messy. It's messy. Your bras are soaking. But um, we're doing pretty good now, though. Um, I'm a little bit of an overproducer, so I'm able to like produce enough to store away mm -hmm. and still have mm -hmm. some for baby. So we're doing good. Um, she's starting to bite just a little bit, but she doesn't have teeth yet. Mm -hmm. So it's not too bad. Um, let me see. Uh, actually, we just ran out of the storage that I had for her. Really? Yes, we ran out. So I'm like, dang, I hope I'm going to have enough to like, if I want to go out somewhere to pump and be able to go. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, we're doing good though. Did you breastfeed Kate um, exclusively, like, or did you do the formula and breast milk or just? Kate didn't get a taste of formula at all. Really? He didn't get not one taste. Well, actually, no, I take that back because I stopped at 11 months. So that last month um, before he turned 12 months, mm -hmm. I did give him a little bit of formula. Okay. Then I eventually started giving him ripple. You remember? It's like yes, a, that pea milk. Yes. <laughs> I started giving him ripple. So yeah, he did get a little bit of formula. Um, and Casey, you know, she did in the beginning a little bit too, but, um, with Cade, he was more so because I worked a little bit, but not as much. He was more so on my breast. Mm -hmm. He was more so on my breast than, um, the bottle and Casey, I was going back to work when I had Casey. So she had, she got the breast and the bottle as well, but I would say now she's definitely just on the right. breast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But how you started with Casey is completely different than how it ended up turning out. Isn't it crazy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's it's crazy how we get in our heads. Like, I want to be able to feed her. It's, it's just such like a defeating feeling when like you can't produce enough milk for your baby. Mm -hmm. It's defeating. But um, you have to give yourself grace and time. I just, I remember getting on Google, like, how many days does it take for your milk to fall in? Even though I've been there, I know how many days and I know what's going to come. But um, you just want to be able worry. to do what you want to do for your baby. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I know this time around, like I said, my nipples were used to the, even I, even though mm -hmm. I breastfed Kate years ago, mm -hmm. it did not hurt this time. Yeah. I yeah. was like, that's crazy. So the the boobs remembered yeah <laughs> yeah they had the memory so that was that um 
but this time around i would say that my breasts are different okay like they look a little bit different than how they did with k and i'm guessing age plays a part in that as well you're just pregnancy in general yeah what if you don't receive yeah yeah like you know they sag a little bit you gotta sag them you know <laughs> they're mature <laughs> they're mature yeah that's how it is though how about you yeah so it's been a few years since I last breastfed a baby, yeah. But one thing I do remember is that pain. Yeah. Like um, with G, he's seven, but I remember that pain of him trying to latch and like bracing myself mm-hmm. for him to latch and for the milk to start flowing because it was so. It hurt. Even the letdown hurts. Yes. 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 And I remember just comparing it to it felt like your nipple got zipped up, like caught in the. It hurt. It was yeah. that painful. Yeah. But um, with G, he was exclusively breast milk for the first few months until I start, you know, going to work. Yeah. And then once I start going to work, of course, he had to get the bottle. And then over time, trying to juggle work and breastfeeding, breastfeeding? start producing less and mm-hmm. less. And so he started to get both, you know, until I think I stopped with Grace and breastfeeding altogether around about eight months. Because once I felt those teeth, I felt that was God's sign that that's, that's enough. enough. Let's wrap this on up. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I know you said that um, you did the bottle a little bit with breast milk when you went back to work. Did they have like a mother's room at your job and everything? They didn't, but I did have an office. And I remember being nervous to ask my manager about like, I need some pump. Yeah. She was like, you can just lock your door, you know, and it'll be fine. But like you said figuring out how much you know milk your breasts are making like my first week back to work my shirt was soaked okay it was soaked because i tried to go too far at working and i needed to stop, need to stop and, pump. and pump every two hours mm-hmm. yeah that feeling when they get over full that hurts mm-hmm. too and gorge yeah what they call it. did you feel um i know i dealt with when i went to work um and i was back in the mother's room pumping after um my maternity leave i was sad that really? Casey wasn't on the breast. I was a little sad. How did you feel? I don't remember feeling that sad. Okay. I remember, um, like, I would look at pictures of Grayson when I was pumping. To try to get kinda, your mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To let down and to produce. But, yeah. I, I, and then G was with Mama, so I felt really comfortable yeah. where he was. Yeah. And I didn't go back to work until after three months. Okay. Until he was three months, so... I okay. felt pretty good yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, breastfeeding, I did. You yeah. Know, I was okay. Yeah. But um, completely different experience with the twins because when they were born, they had like the little, I don't know, the little small bottles. Okay. We yeah. actually had to feed them out of like the little. The syringe? The, the syringe, oh, I actually. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you had to use the Similac with the syringe? Wow. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, as I pumped, I could use the syringe for my, you know, my okay. breast milk. And then as they got a little bit older, they could latch, but um, just the same way, like you said, my breasts, they didn't hurt this time around with the twins. I don't know the science behind that. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. They remember, I guess the skin changed something. They, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's something to the skin. It's something something to the skin, right. But um, with the twins, though, I have to do tandem breastfeeding. So I had a baby on each Oh my goodness. And I remember feeling like, I know it's too much. It's like it's too much. Yeah, like a, a kind of beastie. Like yeah. I don't know what this is. You know, you know, just feeling like my boots and then for everybody in this house. 
<laughs> Dang, for real though. Yeah. yeah. How long did you breastfeed the twins? I only made it about three months with them. Okay. Did your body not produce enough or were you just like, that's too much? After a while, I started to produce less and I went back to work sooner, you know, with the twins and... I don't, I don't know if my motivation shifted or yeah. I just kind of did what, what felt most comfortable, you know, for me. And eventually they started doing more formula. And after a while, I just transi transitioned all the way to the formula with them. Okay. Um, did Torian, like, have a preference? I know it's initially it's your body, but did he ever mm -hmm. say what he thought he wanted for them? Or I think he was pretty open. I know like my preference was to do breastfeeding and then I kind of went in if I can't do breastfeeding all the way I just wanted them to get some yeah I know how healthy it is if they get just a little bit yeah yeah uh, what about Chris did he have a preference child you know he wanted the baby on the breast okay all natural yeah he all natural on the breast but um I did too though but mm -hmm. I think it's crazy they don't know how much comes with that mm -hmm. it's a it's a lot um but I mean I wanted the same thing I know when we had to start off giving Casey um, Similac, mm -hmm. I remember he had to go to the store and pick some up. And he was like, you know, I really don't want her to have this anyway. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Chris, I don't either, but I'm not producing enough yet. Mm -hmm. And I don't want her to be hungry. Mm -hmm. So um, that was difficult in itself. I didn't want her to, I don't know, I guess get used to the Similac and then once or realize how easy it is because, you know, with Similac, you just put the bottle straight to their mouth. When you're breastfeeding, they kind of have to suck a little bit to, you know, Work. to get that letdown reflex, you mm -hmm. know, to, to activate or whatever. But um, it worked out. So do you think men realize or get, though, that your the how much you produce are like the ability for the baby to latch that some of it is out of our control? Do yeah. you think they get that? No. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. I could tell that they don't based off of how he was explaining, well, I want her to be able to have breast milk. I'm like, that's not in my control. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can drink as much water. I can chug as much body armor, armor as I want to. But if your body doesn't produce it, it doesn't produce it. Mm -hmm. Luckily, you know, I wasn't the type to have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Or if my milk did decrease, it would still kind of be enough to sustain the baby. Mm -hmm. But um no I don't think they get it. They, they don't understand that. Mm -mm. Like, I know with my with G first time around it was really important to me that he got breast milk. But with the twins it was like as long as they fed, fed. you're fed, you're healthy. I you know you got the first few months you yeah. got some breast milk. Yeah. Right now my mental health yeah. is important. My ability to mother you is more important than yeah. Is that why you think you made that choice to just go ahead and. Start them on the I think it played a part. Mm -hmm. I think it played a part to just to take out that extra stressor of because yeah. breastfeeding is a job within itself. It is. It is. If you want to go somewhere, you have to pump. You have to if bring you drink a glass with of you. Wine, mm -hmm. You have to think about it. Yeah, it's the job in mm -hmm. itself. I think that's. And I know on TikTok, um, you know I'm on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> of course. Breastfeeding is like a very big, like controversial topic with mothers. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, some mothers actually shame some mothers who decide to do formula. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, how could you do that? I'm like reading the comments, like, how could you do that? What's best for your baby is, you know, um, what comes naturally from your body. And I'm like, you don't know her story. Mm -hmm. You don't know what she's been dealing with postpartum. And if that's how she chooses to feed her baby, I feel like that's how she chooses. Mm -hmm. I think that is best. 
I agree. That's what I think. I agree. And I, I remember at the hospital, they push that on you. They too. do. They push it on you. But I feel like if a mother is sinking and trying to just breastfeed and, you know, you can't carry out all the other a thousand tasks that comes with mothering. Yeah. You're going to get that formula. Right. Yeah. Choose what's best for you and baby. Yeah. I agree. And another thing, I, I'm not going to say all men, and I'm not saying Chris does this, but I feel like some men may use breastfeeding as an excuse to not really even help with the baby sometimes yeah because um i mean like if it's in the middle of the night right and say you don't have any bottles made or anything like that or there's no formula to get the baby gets on your breast mm -hmm. you're kind of it's your responsibility to get up and feed the baby yeah. so um but even though it's that way it's the mom's responsibility to feed the baby i think it'll be nice if the dad can get up, you know, and do you need some water? Mm -hmm. You know, chat with me a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. Just let me know you're up with me. Make you even though you, yeah, yeah, let me get a chocolate bar or something. You know, <laughs> even though you're not feeding the baby, but you're you're going through it with me. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Do you think men also think about the financial part of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, when I sent Chris to the store to get the Simbalak, he was talking about how much it was. <laughs> I'm like, I know it's expensive, but we don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. But that's also um, a reason as to why I wanted to breastfeed too, though, because Similac is expensive. Mm -hmm. All type of diapers and wipes, trying to, and, and it goes so quick. Mm -hmm. It goes so quick. Just that one month that we decided to use formula for K just to cr get them crossed over, that was expensive. Mm -hmm. And um, with the formula shortage that we have going on right now, no, we didn't really have to deal with that. Um, okay. But I mean, like even when you were with your babies, we we have formula in the right. store. I can only imagine the mothers that's trying to go from store to store wherever they can to get the formula. It's that's horrible. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's expensive. I, re I remember being so happy when the twins like buying formula for two babies. I remember y'all went to Sam's and got that. Y'all to get that <laughs> big thing. How much did that cost? I think it might have been like twenty six ninety nine. Okay. I, I, I think. That's not that bad. Y'all used to have the, the big. Uh, maybe 30 I don't remember. Around $30, I feel. And what was that? Infamil? What was um, it? A good start or something like that. Gerber good start? I think so. I can't Man. remember. But I just know it was the tall one, and I'm glad those days are in the past. Yeah, you're lucky. I'm just hoping that. Shoot, I can carry Casey on through the... I'm I'm striving for 12 months. You want to hit 12 months. I'm okay. trying. And honestly, time is flying by. Like, the fact that she's about to be seven. Mm -hmm. And um, I believe I'm done with kids, you know, just considering everything I'm done. And I'm trying... It's like I'm ready for her to be done. Like, I'm ready to just, just be me. And I, and I have to worry about putting your, you know, breast in someone's mouth to feed them. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm ready to be done, but at the same time, I'm like, this is the last time That's that you're going to have this moment. Like, this is the last time that you're going to be feeding, you know, your That's baby. True. So it's bittersweet. And it is really sweet, though. It is. It's just like the little noises they make when they're nursing. It is. It is. It is. And how they put their little hand on your chest sometimes. Motherhood in general is just so, like, bittersweet. It's just good moments and bad yes. moments yeah yeah it's very sweet um but then when them teeth start coming in it's like 
Why, why, like God, why you make that like that? I feel like that was why a message. That? <laughs> that was a direct message. This baby is ready for food. Yeah. So I wonder if we're really intended to feed them as long as they say. Like, are we really intended to breastfeed them the 12 months? I have no idea. You know, because they do start biting. And it's a feeling. It's like, it's like when somebody. Yeah, like you instantly like want to go like hit your hand a little bit like you know the oh my get off of me because it's so quick and you just don't know what it is mm -hmm. it hurts do you think all babies bite or maybe i think some do more than others because casey bites a bit but k used to bite more mm -hmm. um yeah every baby's different and casey is also like a little bit more aggressive with like getting her milk really yeah like she was the type of like try to rip my shirt down okay. and stuff Kay didn't do that like it's times where i feel like she's even full and she still likes the comfort feed mm -hmm. so i think that it may be a little bit more difficult getting her off the breast than mm -hmm. it was with Kay. because mm -hmm. she's literally like pulling down pulling my shirt down so yeah well it's a lot what advice or encouragement or just words you would give Cause you are nursing right now. Mm -hmm. Would you give for moms who may be feeling that pressure of like, can I carry it to to the twelve months? Having this expectation, but being uncertain if you'll really be able to follow through. Honestly, I would just take it day by day. Mm -hmm. You can't even really stress about the future. You know, mm -hmm. just take it day by day. If you've been feeding baby with your breast up to seven months or however. Who's to say that you can't keep going? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I would just take it day by day and give yourself grace. Keep um, giving yourself the nutrients and the the water and the hydration that it needs to mm -hmm. be able to feed baby. And the thing is, if something happens to where you can't, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Your baby will still be okay. And even if you, like I said, fed baby for just three months or four months, that still could have made a big difference. Mm -hmm. Well, even just six weeks. That I feel like that makes mm -hmm. a difference too because you know that's when a lot of brain development is happening. It's true. So um, I feel like that makes a difference too. Just do what's best, you know. Do what's best for you. Don't pull your hair out about it. Don't stress out about it. Take it day by day. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. How about you? I would say the same. Yeah. yeah, I would say the same. Do the best you can, but take care of you. Take care of your mental health too. I think that fed baby is is most important. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening to episode number five. Um, I'm going to close us out in prayer. Thank you, Lord God, for this day, Lord. Thank you for life, Lord. Thank you for hope. Thank you for peace and thank you for joy, Lord God. I ask that you be with any mom right now, Lord God, who's just in the middle of it, God, in the midst of it, Lord God, who's trying to figure out nursing, who's trying to figure out just making sure baby is fed as well as taking care of themselves, Lord God. Ask that you will send them good support, Lord God. Send them comfort, Lord God. We love you, um, we thank you, and we lift your name up. In your name I pray, amen. Amen. Happy anniversary, woo! <laughs> <laughs>